Hey, y'all. Welcome back. This is the Walking Well podcast. I am your host, Jalon Martz, and thanks for tuning in. So it's March, and for the month of March, we are talking about the power of being a woman. Utterly one of my favorite topics, hands down, being a woman, you know, okay, so being a woman is one of my favorite things um, to discuss because I feel like that's one of my callings um, to help empower women, to help them see themselves the way that God sees them and to walk in the full embodiment of what that means and what that looks like. And so we spent some time earlier in this month talking about the strength of a woman. Another one of my most favorite things to talk about because I think women are the bomb and are just like whatever the universe is made out of, women are made of the same things. Like that's just how I feel. There is no changing my mind. We're just insurmountable, in my opinion. From there, I had my wonderful mother on, Gian Martz, and she talked, well, she and I discussed sort of the influence of a woman and what it looks like to have that influence and to wield it and yield it well to the Lord. Um, because just like strength, influence is for service. It's used to serve in the service of others, to serve others, to serve the kingdom. And so today, I want to talk about the capability of a woman. Um, this is another... <laughs> obviously. Favorite thing that I love to talk about. Um, I'm just, I just, I really feel like I have at least a little piece of God's heart for his daughters. And I think that when he looks down and he sees us, he doesn't see us as we oftentimes have learned to see ourselves, have been um, taught and coached to see ourselves. And let me just, if I'm sounding like I'm coming in real hot, let me, let me give you guys an explanation because I'm rolling in real hot, I I realize. Um, I am amped up and hyped up on just God's heart for his women's, for, for his women, for his women's, <laughs> for his girls. I spent the weekend um, at the Radical Women's Conference at World Changers Church under Pastor Taffy and Dr. Dollar. And let me tell you guys, like, and then on top of that, I got her book, Gender Roles. Um, and let me just say, like, I've not ever really been one to um, feel like God puts limitations on where his daughters can go and who they can be and who they can preach to and talk to. And if they can or can't stand in a pulpit, if they're supposed to be wearing pants or a skirt, makeup or no makeup, I've never felt in my personal relationship with the Lord that I'm limited because of my gender, that there are places I can't go and people that I can't speak to, things that I can't say because I'm a woman. I've never felt that way. Um, and so um, it's been interesting to kind of finally sit up under people, you know, my spiritual parents, uh, apparently my spiritual godparents <laughs> or spiritual grandparents as well, and Dr. Dollar and Pastor Taffy, um, sort of teaching on like, no, that that's that's actually correct. Uh, the Lord has, has commissioned you as well, women as well as men, to go and take dominion. Um, and so if I sound a little rowdy and a little riled up, I'm just amped and hype off of that, you know, and just like, it's time. Like, it's so time for women to take their rightful place in grace, standing as as joint um, heirs, standing as co-heirs with men in Christ Jesus. Like, it's just time for that. And it's completely time out for um, women kind of being oppressed and subdued and silenced um, because God is in them just like he's in men and God operates and speaks and moves and has vision and has plans for women for us just like historically he's had for men and um, and Jesus's ministry teaches that so we might get into that next week and just talk about biblical equality 
um, and what I feel like is a lot of biblical feminism and what I'm called to do. But today we're talking about capability and the capability of a woman. Um, and so like, you know, kind of like I said, historically women have kind of um, been told, coached, uh, regulated, limited to sort of um, like assistant helper positions. Um, and I mean, and, you know, the scriptures use the word helper. And so I'm not knocking that phrase. I'm just sort of knocking how we've interpreted that phrase to mean uh, second fiddle, to mean sort of like understudy, to mean that, you know, um, there's a specific place for you and it's in the back or it's off to the side um, and that there are certain things that women can't do, which is really interesting to me because that's not what the scriptures teach. <laughs> that's not what the scriptures say. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself. So capability, let's start there. What does that mean? What is capability? What is the definition of that? So I went to my little dictionary app in the Merriam-Webster dictionary and capability or to be capable means that you have power and ability, means that you're efficient. It means that you're competent and you have capacity. And let's just jump off on that that last word, capacity. Um, <laughs> capacity means that you can hold something. You have the 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 room for it. Um <laughs> so like I recently was having a conversation with my friends and had a couple different encounters with some guys and was just like, this is childishness. I can't do it. I don't have the capacity to handle foolishness at this at this stage of the game for myself when it comes to dating relationships. I don't have the tolerance for it. I don't have the ability for it. I don't have the room for it within myself to deal with it. Right. Capacity, ability, capability means that you have the capacity for something. Um, and I'm a word nerd. You guys know this. And so I took it to the scriptures, right? So like, what do we, where do we, you know, hear this definition? What is, where do we find, you know, the Lord talking about or the scripture speaking to women having capability and being capable? Let's not just pull things out of the air, right? Let's go back to the word. Um, and so Proverbs 31 is um, written to King Lemuel from his mother. So that means that that scripture is written to a man, right? So all of the sort of talks that you've probably heard or sermons that you've heard about, you know, what a virtuous woman looks like, they start in Proverbs 31. But ultimately, but originally it was written for men. Women obviously can have plenty to glean from that and can learn. Um, but it was written to a man about what a virtuous woman looks like. And so let's just look at Proverbs 31.10. I like the Amplified. So let's go to the Amplified. And it says, who could ever um, find, nope, wrong version. It says an excellent woman, one who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous. Who is he who can find her? Her value is more precious than the jewels. Her value is more precious than jewels and her worth is far above rubies or pearls. Um, some other versions, I think the KJV says, who can find a virtuous woman? Um, yeah, who can find a virtuous woman? for her price as far above rubies. So what does that mean? And Amplified, it actually breaks out, it breaks down what is sort of meant in that phrase virtuous, because um, let's not just, you know, settle for ambiguity and not knowing what words really mean. At the conference that I was at, um, Lisa Bevere spoke, and one of the things she said was she often looks up the definition of words because when we don't know the meaning of a word, we don't know the weight of it. And I, as a, as a word nerd, a literal, like scriptural word nerd, and a word literal, like just regular word word, um, person, I, I just, I love words. And so I was like, yes, cosine. I'm here for that, Lisa. I'm here. So, um, virtuous, what does it mean? Amplified said, um, worthy, said capable. It said, um, spiritual, intelligent, virtuous. And so I wanted to check out, you know, in the original Hebrew, 
What is that word? What does that mean? Um, I need to know. I want to know the weight of the word, what was intended and what was meant by that phrase capable. So y'all know I don't speak Hebrew. Um, I'm not learned in it. I'm American and I'm deeply American in that I speak one language and one language only. But the Strong's definition of the Hebrew word for virtue, which is used there in Proverbs 31.10, I'm going to try this for y'all. Don't judge me. Don't laugh. So the Hebrew Aramaic, one of those, is Kail, and it's spelled sort of like C-H-A-Y-I-L. Um, and so that word is, uh, it means wealth. It means an army. It means a force, usually a warlike force. It means uh, valor. It means strength. It means activity, uh, an army, a band of soldiers, a company, great forces, goods, might, power, riches, strength, substance. Um, it means worthy. So what does that mean for women? What does that mean when the scriptures say, hey, I'm looking for a virtuous woman? Who's, what is a virtuous woman? I, it simply means this, and this is my takeaway for, my, for you guys as you're listening. As a woman, you are able, and it's, it's a can-do spirit on the inside of you. Um, as a woman of virtue, as a woman of strength, as a woman of God, it means that whatever you come up against, you have everything on the inside of you to address that, to meet that, to conquer that, to overcome that. You are capable. Um, my spiritual dad often says that he raises his son and his daughter differently. He raises his son to be responsible. Hey, you're going to be held accountable for your family, for your sister, for how you did X, Y, and Z. You're going to be held accountable for that. So I'm teaching. So he was teaching him to be responsible. He said he raises his daughter to be capable that if the men in her life are not responsible, then she knows how to handle it and, you know, leave the joke alone or whatever. And that is that is who we are as women. We are capable. We have everything on the inside of us to meet that moment, to meet that need. Um, when I talked about being strong, that women are strong, um, these two go hand in hand. What you need to do is on the inside of you. Um, and the scriptures reflect this, especially being in the body of Christ, being a believer. Um, Philippians 4.13, I love it and Amplified. And I'm going to read it to you because I love it. And it says, do, 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 do. Philippians 4, verse 13. This is, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Um, but in the Amplified, it's this really beautiful kind of fleshing out. It says, I can do all things which he, Jesus, God, has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Hello. That's everything. That verse is everything. But as a woman, um, you know, in all of the we, we are... We're all relational beings, but as a woman, you know, I want you to think about the people that you're connected to, the causes that you're connected to. This is within your home, your family, your children, your husband, your roommate, your friends. Um, this is your employers. This is the the person that you're passing in the grocery store. You're connected to all of these people and all of these people connected to you need what you have on the inside of you. Um, me and my mom were sort of joking. We we're talking about the last um, episode that we did. And how in some ways it kind of moved from specifically to women to just a biblical principle, just like, hey, as believers, this is how we have to walk and move through life. And this capability is unique to women, but it's not unique to women. Um, it's unique to believers. But I just really want to encourage women in 
and kind of their um, their lane in this, their their strength and capability, their power and potency when it comes to capability. If you are a mom, you have everything that you need on the inside of you to meet that need. You know, you stand in a position in an office, in a place of authority. You know, for for us believers, when when our feet step into a place, the kingdom has come. And so as a woman, you oftentimes, my spiritual dad said this, you're oftentimes the highest spiritual authority in the places in the in the um in the arenas that you that you find yourself in. You know, I remember being in my internship site as a mental health student, mental health counseling student. And um there was a girl at my site who would often kind of have these like breakdowns, these sort of anger blackouts. And um, oftentimes the police had to be called. They had to handcuff her and put her in the back of a car. And this is an elementary school. Um, and so that was like super tragic and just hard on all the adults involved because it's hard to see a baby, you know, go through that um, and be in that place. But I had never seen it. And she wasn't one of my girls, one of my clients. Um, but this one particular day, I hear like banging on a locker and I see that she is faded. She is gone. She is like having a, having a breakdown or whatever. And I immediately go into praying in the spirit under my breath. I'm like, okay, Jesus, something's going down. I'm just calling on the host and I'm, I'm calling on the spiritual backing that I have because I'm connected to, to the father, because I'm seated in Christ Jesus above everything that can be named. I'm calling on all of heaven's resources for this situation right now. And so I bring my authority into that space um, by, by who, by virtue of who I'm connected to. And I just, I'm praying, I'm going to go get the counselor on, on duty and I'm going to let her know what's happening. And I tell her what's going on and you know, they have to call the police because they have to Baker actor and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm just constantly, I'm just praying. I'm just praying under my breath in the spirit, praying under my breath in the spirit. And it took about 30 minutes to kind of get her to get into the police car, close the door, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, the, the mental health counselor, my supervisor, we were all kind of there and just like, oh man, that was rough. That's so, so rough to just witness and be witness to. Um, and then my, my supervisor says, yeah, it's really hard, but she's never gone and voluntarily gotten in the car herself. And that was the least violent she has ever been. And in that moment, I had tears in my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is what I'm here for. I'm here to bring heaven's resources, to let everything on the inside of me that God has seated on the inside of me to meet the needs and the deficit in the world. I am capable. I am equal to anything and ready for everything that I may ever come in contact with by virtue of being connected to Jesus. And as women, like, again, think about your roles. Think about the people that you're connected to um, because you have that strength and that might on the inside of you. You have the, the scriptures, um, the, the word, the Aramaic word says you have a wealth on the inside of you. You have a force, much like a warlike force. And so even think about the causes and things you're believing God for. You know, the scriptures say that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities and spiritual darkness in high places. Think about your health. What are the things that you're believing God to see um, turn around, to see get better? You have a force on the inside of you to to come against that, to be a battering ram against that. Um, think about your kids. Think about your siblings. Think about the people that you're believing to come out on the other side of something. You have a wealth. You have an army on the inside of you to meet that need. And so you are not lesser than. You're not some supporting role. 
I think we talked about this when um, I first introduced the month's topic about Ezer Connecto, that you are a force, you are strength for or against, you are strength to advance a cause or to resist destruction. That is who you are. And that word is used for woman early on in the scriptures in Genesis when Eve is first introduced, but it's also used throughout the Psalms for God when he is a like a, a life-saving help, when he comes in in the nick of time and just saves your butt when it was when it was all but done the fat lady was about to sing like that is who you are when you think about the places that you are in the offices that you stand in as mother as sister as friend as covenant partner um, as wife when you think teacher um, count whoever you are to whomever you are that too you have a wealth on the inside of you you have riches on the inside of you you have an army you have might you have strength on the inside of you to meet whatever that need is you are capable and so wherever God is calling you to because I want to speak to women also that are afraid to step into what God is calling them to you have everything on the inside of you, you are fully equipped Equipped to do the thing that God has called you to do. You are fully equipped to mother. You are fully equipped to stepmom. You are fully equipped for that job. You are fully equipped to manage. You are fully equipped to teach. You are fully equipped to serve and support. You are fully equipped. Everything that you need to do the thing that God has called you to do is on the inside of you. Um, my spiritual dad has this phrase. Um, it's that you are not always inclined to do what you are called to do or what you know to do, but you are always and forever empowered to do that thing. And inherent in the call is the ability, is the might, is the strength, is the host, is the army, is the force to do that thing and to do it well. Um, and so I just wanted to encourage you guys, encourage my ladies. You are capable. You are everything. Um, to my guys, man, I just want to challenge you guys. Um, be the women in your lives greatest supporter. Be like the pedestal that she, like, be pushing her capability. You got it. Do it. You can go. Nobody's stopping you. I'm sure as heck not going to stand in your way. I'm going to support you in that. Um, Yo, guys, the body is better together. You know, I, I think about this line Chris Valentin said, and he um, he talked about Jesus being the first, you know, to be a part of any kind of women's liberation movement. And Jesus truly was. Like, he was pro-woman all day long because he's pro-people. Um, but he said, you know, God created man and woman in his image. And so whenever we find that one or the other is oppressed, we are missing 50% of the Godhead and the mind of God on a matter. And I just think about that all the time because I think about, you know, what deficits are we experiencing in the body of Christ because um, we are oppressing and silencing and pushing to the back women and, and the God wisdom on the inside of them. What are we losing? What are we losing out on? What are we not seeing? What are we missing? What kind of weaknesses are we experiencing? Because women are not put in their rightful place as co-laborers, as partners in the grace of God, in the ministry of God, in the kingdom of God. And so for my men that listen, I just want to encourage you. I know in a lot of ways, our culture and even our church culture has like this when it comes to putting women. <laughs> that was my my like face. <laughs> you can't see it now because you're listening. But that was kind of like my, my grimace, like, ooh, we're kind of weird about that. Um, man, study the scriptures out and see, see really how Jesus moved around women in the places. Jesus and Paul look at both the gospels and the epistles for how, um, where women were, where women stood, that they were equally taught by God, that they were part of Jesus's ministry or equally taught by Jesus, part of his ministry, part of Paul's ministry. Um, women were, were in the building, man, and were pushers of the gospel as well. And so I just want to encourage all of us, man, like, let's go back to original intent. Let's look at the scriptures as they were intended and be who we were originally intended to be. And so for my ladies, that means that you are capable, that you are able and ready to meet everything that is going to come at you, um, 
you know, you're ready, you're able to best it. You be strengthened by the, by the power that he gives you, that Jesus gives you and leaves for you. Um, and never, never dull your light, man. Like you're awesome. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're winsome. You're gracious. You're kind. You are a force to be reckoned with. And you just need to walk in that. Like, that's just who you are. I keep hearing the song, that is who you are. Like God is everything that he's supposed to be. I mean, and because he is that, he's also calling us to be everything that we are supposed to be. So that's my amp up. That's my, that's my, that's my pep talk for y'all today um, about walking in your strength, walking in your potency and your power, walking boldly in your capability um, and be everything that God has called you to be unashamedly that, boldly that. So uh, we're going to continue this discussion, y'all. I'm I'm hyped. I was probably talking a million miles a minute. Forgive me. I'm just so like, I'm just on this thing. Like, I'm here for revolution. I'm here for change. I'm here to see God's kingdom come. And I'm just really excited about it. <laughs> so excuse me if I was talking real fast. I'm just real hyped. Um, so if you didn't know, if you didn't hear when we first started out this month, um, we are going to be wrapping up season one of the Walking Well podcast at the end of March. And that means that we'll be taking a break after March and we'll come back shortly thereafter and start season two. And I'm hoping to have some really great things on the table for you guys, really great discussions and um, things to just really discuss. And with that being said, I really want to hear from you guys. Um, we have a email address. It's walkingwellpodcast at gmail.com. And so if there are any topics that you want to hear us sort of discuss and talk about, um, you know, anything that you want broached, I mean, whatever, breached, broached, talked about, discussed, whatever, anything you want us to discuss, anything that you'd love to hear an episode on or do a series on, please, please send your suggestions there, walkingwellpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, I so appreciate you guys' positive reviews on iTunes. Um, we are also on Spotify, y'all. We're on Stitcher. We're on the Google Play Store. Hey. So we're really trying to make the podcast more accessible to everybody. Um, and in that, please share, you know, if there's something that you love, if there's an episode that was everything for you, share that. You can, you know, I mean, Instagram, I'm not on Twitter. I should get on Twitter, but I'm really bad at social media. So, um, but share it, you know, wherever your platform is strongest, wherever you hang out the most, share it with the people that you love. Um, because ultimately this is really about, I mean, it's not about me any day of the week. It's never about me. It's always about, um, bringing light, man. Cause so many people are living in darkness and are trying to feel after truth and understanding and wisdom. And they're just in darkness. And so this is really about pushing the kingdom of light and showing God's wisdom to be superior to that of the world's. And so, um, that's a cause I hope you can get behind any day of the week. But um, I love you guys. Make it a phenomenal week. It's, I mean, it's phenomenal because God made it. But you just capitalize and maximize this opportunity that you have in life to be, to exist um, and be great. Have no regrets um, and make Jesus' name famous. So I love you guys. Boss it out. Have an amazing week. Bye.